This is Heavy Hole Football. On today's show, we talk about Adam Archuleta going to the Bears. <laughs> Patton gets <laughs> And the Redskins sign Omar Stoutmire. This and much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Busy week here in Redskins land. It has been a busy week uh, in comparison to recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest news from the week, of course, um, John's favorite player of all times, Adam Archuleta, is traded to the Bears for a six-round pick. And, uh... Round. The Bears! And more importantly than that, it looks when like we traded a a, a stark white uh, um, uh, turtleneck or mock turtleneck, never used, barely worn, for a six round pick. I love it that people call him McArch Deluxe. I call him McSuck Deluxe. And are like, well, he'll be better there because he's going to play within his scheme or they're going to use him in a better way. I don't care about any of all of that stuff. All I know is that he really sucked and he was really overrated. Well, you know what? To play the devil's advocate, I got to say that, you know, I do I do have to wonder, was it wasn't really all his fault? And there were, you know, there were a lot of, uh, there was a whole lot of blog activity as would be expected on the web this past week about, you know, this very topic. And, 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 you know, we talked about it, uh, man, we talked about it during the season. Remember when I had that that raving rant about Greg Williams and how, you know, it's not Archuleta's fault and it's all Greg Williams and Greg Williams should be cut. I mean. Dude, all I know is that I saw some of those plays and they weren't anyone's fault except Archuleta. Well, yeah, again, again, I agree too. again you know, I, I don't know if it's, if it's his fault, if it's where he was put into play. You know, he's been telling them all along. I'm not. I'm not this kind of, you know, cover kind of guy. I, you know, I don't know. It, Dude, he was put in at safety. Go ahead. It's not like they hired him to play like defensive end Michael. and asked him to cover people. Yeah. <laughs> and they hired him to play safety. He's supposed to cover people. Okay. All right. Well, I did see an article this week that he uh, was pumped about. You know, going to Chicago for many reasons, but one, he was like, "Yeah, they have a cover two defense, so I should be right at home." Don't the Redskins have, like, a cover two, modified cover two defense also? If they do, that's where they always have problems. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see <laughs> – I see a lot of see it of uh, Archuleta getting burnt again just in a different uniform this year. I don't know. He, you know, the good thing is he wears white turtlenecks, and they kind of go with everybody's uniforms. So, <laughs> Dude, but more important – that under the blue and orange. More importantly, though, is um... – didn't that like alleviate a bunch of cap money that was going to go to him, John? Um, My understanding is that there is a small cap hit this year, but that he's completely off the books after this year. Whereas everything else, he was going to count a lot this year and a lot next year. But I haven't seen. I can't remember what the actual numbers are. Right. But I think he's going to count. I think four point five million this year, but then he's done. That's a four point five million dollar mistake, man. That's an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, anyway. But there are plates. So there are plates in. It looks like the Redskins brought in a former Redskins veteran, Omar Stoutmeyer. Omar Stoutmeyer. He was with the Saints, right? Yeah, he was with the Saints. He was with the Redskins for a year before that. Right. He was all right when he was with the Redskins. Yeah. I think he'll be a decent backup. He's played all over the place, including with the Giants and with Dallas. So, I mean, we didn't even really notice him when he was there with the Redskins before because that's back when the Redskins' defense was, like, awesome and the offense sucked. Yeah. Before it flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Josh, you know, what was this you know, thing? Though, I, I was going to say, I brought this up on the on the website. If you really looked at the numbers um, uh, between, you know, he and, uh, and Anna Marcelletta, their numbers really aren't that different between Stoutmeyer and Archuleta. I mean, yeah, um, Stoutmeyer had a couple of uh, interceptions, I think. But, I mean, I, I think I'll put, I'll put it on the side here. I was a look. Um, Archuleta played seven games with the Redskins, and he had 50 tackles, one sack, and 39 solo tackles. Okay? Stoutmeyer had 13 games with the Redskins. He only had six more tackles, 56. But he did have two interceptions. And Stoutmeyer was always a backup. Yeah. Well. And Archuleta <laughs> was supposedly a starter and, like, the highest paid safety in ever. Yeah, yeah. And he's got, like, five more tackles than and two less interceptions than a dude that's known as a backup. Yeah. But anyway, Omar Stoutmeyer, they're trying to – I'm kind of surprised with the Redskins and, like, delighted this year that they're not going out after all these blockbuster names. They're trying to get, like, solid, you know, like, solid middle-of-the-road professional football players. Dude, did you just say you're delighted? Yeah. Because every time they try to get these people – Oh. I can't. Can you say – Beautiful, you gorgeous, and you say delighted. Go ahead. I forgot what I was talking about now. Oh, I know, I got it. Did, <laughs> hey, did you guys hear this you week? You delighted. This is an interesting story. Did you guys hear this week that Continental Airlines and Aer Lingus were uh, merging? <laughs> Dude, I did hear that. I read that song. Airlines and Aer Lingus. And John, aren't you flying Aer Lingus this summer? I plan to be flying some Aer Lingus this summer. You might not uh, be. You might not be flying on Aer Lingus if that merger happens beforehand. You might be flying some other named airline. Continental <laughs> and Aer Lingus. I wonder what that would be. Anyway, um, so. speaking of sad jokes, uh, David Patton got cut. Yeah. Hold on. What did he no, get, John? I, I, what did I he like get? David Patton for the guy that he was. I mean, I think we were all trying. We were all pulling for him, but. Yeah, he seems to be a real class guy. He just yeah, got injured. But, yeah, that, that, that aside, I mean, we had a comment on the website about it because I, I put a post up and it was like, um, you know, classy guy, family guy, blah, blah, blah. I think uh, uh, Speed Racer chimed in and said, you know, he might be Mr. Family, but come on. He used to tear his Achilles tendon getting off the bus. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's, I mean, it's true, you know, he, he couldn't stay healthy and, you know, he had this run. And then, it, what was the weird thing that, that, like, last game of last season, they put David Patton in for, like, the last two catches of the game? Do you remember that? They put him in for the very last 
series, and they threw him two or three times in a row, and he's still going behind him and, right. you know, stopping short on routes. He's just, I mean, he just kind of has that WTF look. Why am I suddenly in this game? Why am I here in this game all of a sudden? Am I supposed to be the savior? I mean, it was like, what's the deal? And yeah, dude, I they, that was kind of bizarre. Dude, they paid him out $2 million last year. They had to get, you know, a million a catch at least. Yeah, they try. Yeah. I'm wondering if like Joe Gibbs or somebody looked over like looked over on the bench and was like, Oh yeah, we got David Patton. I forgot about him. <laughs> so did <laughs> I. <laughs> They're like, dude, dust him off. Where's the feather duster? Dust him off and put him in there. <laughs> it was like we they put him in the same uh, go ahead, Aaron. It was like that game we were watching and Princess Prelude was in there and we're like, Wait, he's injured. What's he doing in there? What's he doing in there? Remember so like dusting off everybody and putting them in there. <laughs> anyway, Prelude coming yeah. back is going to be huge too. I never thought about, thought I'd say that because he was just a step or two above Daryl Pounds there for a while. For a while, yeah, but he's he's another decent backup. We'll see who's going to step up in the role back there. Daryl Pounds. Even Patton's kind of fallen into uh, the category. Just another one of those examples that makes the Patriots look really, really, really smart in the front office because every time they seem to get rid of someone. They, they seem to get rid of them at the right time. Um, two examples with the Redskins are just him and uh, Fourier, who showed up. And what is he? He was on injured reserve for half the year and then got cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, still never really learned the way to say his name, and now I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but, dude, before we move forward off of David Patton, I want to hear a – I mean, you can't just be like David Patton's cut. we got to hear John's full-fledged. Oh, David Patton. Cut! <laughs> Cut! Number eighty. Cut! Where, where are we going? I wish him luck. I mean, he's getting up there in years too, so you know. Yeah. He's a vet. Yeah. Yeah, he's like almost my age. He's getting up there. I'm probably, they're probably cut him and bring him back to the practice squad. They'll probably cut him and bring him back to the practice squad. He'll probably sign yeah, somewhere I'm sure else. Someone will pick him up. Yeah, I'm sure they will. And he'll probably, all I know is he spent time with my, you know, he signed my son's hat last year at the Beach Blitz. Uh, we, and uh, we did get to talk to him that little bit. He was, he was a nice guy. He was nice. He was cool. Yeah. He looked a little bit like um, Fred Sanford. <laughs> I don't know about that. Speaking of uh, other people, though, to use that as a segue on the court front, um, Joe Theismann has been cut. Yeah. From Monday Night Football. He got cut for Jaws, which I hate to see a Redskin cut for an Eagle, but I think that's about a 500% upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Because Roger Rorsky knows his stuff. I was. And when he and, uh, he and uh, Crybaby Vermeil were doing that second Monday Night game at the beginning of last year, they were awesome. Yep. And to tell you the truth, I'm kind of tired of Joe Theismann. Like, when I played, when I played, we did this. So I guarantee you that's what he's yeah. thinking right now. Yeah. yeah, well, they said they haven't cut him from the the company or anything. They're still going to use him for other stuff. But, you know, definitely a downgrade for him, but definitely an upgrade for all of us because, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't believe he brought anything to the, uh, to the broadcast. I'll tell you where I will welcome him, though. In the place of... Larry. <laughs> Larry. You know Larry, the, self, the self-proclaimed voice of the Redskins? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the self-proclaimed voice. Yes. 
I am the voice of the Redskins. Um, every time you see him on stuff or you hear him on the radio and things like that, everyone everyone just kind of has that attitude like, say you go to a party and everyone's having a really good time, and then the one dude walks in that no one really likes, <laughs> but you can't be really mean to him because he's like the son of the owner of the company or something. So it's like, hey guys, and it's like, oh hey Larry, <laughs> how's it going? But everyone still has to be nice to him because they don't want to get fired because he's got a lot of pull kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, but what was up with him showing up He's in those Eagles? Cut in the first place. What was up with him showing up in those Eagles colors last year at the Blitz? I'm going to put that picture in here again just to bring up old stuff. Here it is. Larry Michaels in the Eagles. Oh, we have a Larry Michaels kick. Yeah, where did that come from? We're definitely going off on a tangent for that one. Because you started <laughs> talking about bad announcers, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've heard him on the radio a little bit here recently because we have a new... uh FM radio station that's uh, called The Game here in the uh, greater Hampton Roads area. It's 102.1. And they do some Redskin shows on there, including the John Riggins show. Mm-hmm. Also got that uh, Redskins lunch thing going on. I forget who the guys are that are doing the show. I forget the guys' names, but they bring in Larry Michael. And he always sounds... <laughs> I don't know. He just sounds like a jerk every single time he's on there. So... <laughs> It's like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to uh, interrupt you with your steak dinner or steak lunch that you're having there with a couple of beers. You know, I mean, he just has this real attitude like, oh, blah, 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 and he jokes the guy, like the guys joke each other, and then they joke with him, but he jokes back, but he sounds really mean about it. Like, mm-hmm. he just doesn't get it. And he kicked so, out Frank. It's, it's hard listening. I've only listened to him a few times, and I can't do it anymore. And Frank was like a 100 times better. Yeah. Frank was amazing. Well, well, I'll tell you, somebody else that uh, I was reading, you guys ever read the uh, DC Sports Chick? You ever read her blog online? Yeah, she's got, she's got this blog, and, and with this whole Joe Theismann thing, she was basically like, oh, somebody up there was listening to my prayers, there is a God. <laughs> the, whole, the whole Joe Theismann thing, you know, basically saying that uh, <laughs> Theismann was a noxious blowhard. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, maybe next week she can get rid of Larry. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's not exactly how we did it when I was in the league. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I actually thought Thysman got a little bit better this year, but that was with his obnoxiousness. But I think part of that was because uh, Tony Kornheiser is just inherently obnoxious. Dude, what, about, what about Kornheiser? Do you, I mean, do you think... Do you think that he's going to be, uh, you know, around? Are we going to we going to have to keep listening to him? Cut. I think so. He, he doesn't bother me too bad. Like I, I, you know, I watch him almost every day on PTI on ESPN. Um, well, he's good on that, dude. I think I think he brings something to the to the broadcast. I think he he brings an entertainment value that they need. And I think with him and Jaws and Tariko, I hope that ends up working out because that could be pretty good. But I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Crybaby Dick Vermeer could have been could be really good in that role as well. Dude, let me ask and you this: really works well together. When was the last time you saw a game that Joe Theismann was uh, commentating on, and someone got injured and he didn't mention the time he broke his leg? <laughs> <laughs> We've been hearing about that injury for twenty years, man. It's kind of dude, That's kind of like Siragusa always bringing up his own stuff as well. Whenever you hear him on there, you're right, right. dude. That's right. Guys, when I used to play and I'd hit a guy like this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Give me a hot dog. I can see him. I'm right here in the end zone eating my hot dogs. Oh, and I can see how big of a tackle that was. Oh, blah, blah, blah. 
He was like, so I remember when I used to play, I used to run to the sideline and eat hot dogs. I used to put them under my pants. <laughs> Chunks of dirt and grass just flew off onto my hot dog guys. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, anyway, where, I could see it from here, guys. Uh, we're on like busting on a, on a sports announcers. <laughs> Bust on the end of the Hey, you guys hear that music? I hear it. I hear it. Hear it. That's right, dude. Could be nothing other than. Once again, it is time. Tom's trivia. All right, dudes. Last week's question. Um, what? What? John, you came up with it. It was name the retired Redskins jersey numbers and the unofficial ones. No, I think I did. Yeah, it was. Uh, I did. Well, I know it wasn't Tom. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember the weekly question. I never remember the question. It was the 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 official retired the number of retired Redskins jerseys and name the players. Right, right. Well, our good old pal Stud Horse got the correct answer, and he hadn't won before. Wow, excellent! So, uh, All con- right. congratulations to Stud Horse. Here's what he wrote: Hey guys, it's Stud Horse, and the only official retired number for the Redskins is number 33, Mister Sammy. Balls. Correct. Which which Aaron gave me a nice Sammy Ball jersey for Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the list of numbers that is unofficial is number seven, Joe, I, I broke my leg, Theisman. Number nine, Sonny Jurgens. Nine. Number 28, Daryl Green. Number 42, Charlie Taylor. Charlie Taylor. Number 43, Larry Brown. Number 44, John Riggins. John Riggins. Number 49, Bobby Mitchell. Bobby Mitchell. Number 51, Monty Coleman. Number 70, Sam Huff. Even though it was worn by Leonard Marshall in 1993. Leonard Marshall in 93, right? And number 81, Art Monk, who should be in the hall just too bad he didn't smoke crack. What were you thinking, Art? Arthur, you should have smoked crack. You'd be famous. You'd be in the Hall of Fame. That's right. And, um... Anyway, congratulations. For for those great answers, not only did he answer the officially answer the unofficial, uh, Stud Horse received and has already received the Harry Hog football theme for Firefox and uh, gotten some good feedback from those of you who have received it and have sent me some messages saying, hey, it's great, I love it, you know. So uh, obviously people like it. We'll improve it as as uh, as time allows. As time permits. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool little thing. Put my sweat and my my redskin burgundy and gold blood into that. <laughs> Speaking of redskins burgundy and gold, last night Suzanne made for me a burgundy velvet cake with gold icing. <clears throat> right on. Anyway, um, (laughs) the new trivia question sent in by none other than Tom himself is, who was the first Redskin to rush for 1,000 yards a season three years in a row? So if you know that answer, go ahead and send it in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y, HogFootball.com. Or you can call us up and leave the answer on the voicemail at 
202-657-HALE, that's H-A-I-L, as in HALE to the Redskins. Speaking of, dude, did we get any good voicemails this week? We got a voicemail from somebody who, A, didn't leave their name, B, didn't leave any contact information to get back with them, but just called and said, hey, uh, 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 I really enjoy listening to you guys, and uh, y'all keep up the good work, and uh, we'll catch y'all later. So if that was you, <laughs> but they didn't, but they didn't say who it was. So if that was you, you know, write us an email or leave us another voicemail and tell us who you are. We promise we won't share your name and phone number or any pertinent contact information on the podcast. So, right. Uh, right. Um, thanks for calling, man. Thanks for calling for a nice message there. Are you sure? Dude, are you sure it wasn't uh, Hogtown Diesels? Because he calls it like was, every week. It was not Hogtown Diesel. We did not get a phone call uh, from Hogtown Diesel. We did get a phone call after we tried to call him last week, but I think we talked about that last last time around. Dude, let's try yeah, to we'll call We'll give him another shout during the podcast. Sometime. We'll give him a shout out one of these days here. Dude, let's try to um, call him right now. Try him right now? All right, okay. All right, all right, let me try. Let's see if I can do this. This is the first on Harry Hug. We're still trying to get our first online call on Harry Hug football. Let's see. <laughs> uh, one moment. Bear with me. Bear with me. In the meantime, John, um, what was I talking to you about? Oh, do you know the uh, specifics of that Omar, Omar Stoutmeyer deal? I've been looking. I've been, I've been looking online trying to find out what the specific numbers are. I have not found those as a. They were ringers. I believe it's somewhere around the hometown. He won't ring in. Huh? I believe it's somewhere around the league minimum. <laughs> are you, you got Hogtown on there? Uh, no, I was trying to do it. I couldn't get it to ring in though. Oh, uh, oh okay. That's like, Oh, well, we'll try again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, what was the other deal? Uh, I know what we were going to say. We were talking about the uh, Redskins reported the uh, biggest attendance again, even though they sucked. And um, <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did have the largest attendance in the league. So. Again, but it helps when you have the largest stadium in the league, okay. and every game is sold out. So I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer that they're going to yeah. do that because every game sold out. Oh, they're all sold out. You know why? Because, well, A, people don't want to listen to Larry on the radio, and B, they don't they don't want to listen to Joe Theismann on the TV. So they got to come watch in person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now they can listen. To, they can watch the TV at least again, at least on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one ever noticed that uh, Ron Jaworski and Susie Colbert sound like the same person, just with you know. One with a male voice and one with a female voice, but they have the exact same style of speech. Yeah. Speaking of Monday Night Football, since she's a sideline reported, the two of them talk exactly the same. I have noticed well, that. They probably went to the same school of sideline broadcasting. They may have gone to the same school of sideline broadcasting. And if you look here, you see that this player was out of position. <laughs> I have. Did you see that... Uh... Did you guys see that that stunt that was pulled at the Super Bowl? Someone sent me an email where it was some stunt, and they like yeah, I did see that. I did see that. It was um, uh, what is it? Zug dot com. Yeah, they like smuggled in like all these lights, and like during the halftime show, they had all these people wear it, and they thought it was going to say a message about Prince. But it but it really was supposed to say Zug dot com. 
Yeah, something like that. Go to Zug.com and Z-U-G.com and check it out if you haven't seen it. It's really kind of funny and, and worth the five minutes it takes to watch the little video of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the Princeton is uh, is uh, behind the sheet antics that, yeah. that five people in the country are pissed off about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, dude. I heard this, I believe, on PPI the other day that somebody somebody actually wrote into the FCC and said that they had a uh, they were having sexual problems after watching the Prince halftime show, and they blamed it for it. Oh my! Maybe they blamed Zug dot com. Anyway, on that note, um, I get that's really about it. Is there anything else we really need to talk about? No, I think that's about it, dudes. Let's wrap it up. You guys out there, send us oh, an we email. Got the, uh, rant, random Redskin of the week, dude. Uh, go yeah, for random it. Random Redskin. You got it, John? Yeah, this is one that Aaron picked out, actually. Um, the random Redskin of the week this week is Leslie Shepard, the wide receiver, played in the mid-90s, 94 to 98, who came from the football powerhouse of Temple University. Temple. Same as my Same other. place that, uh... Trey Johnson. That's right. Trey Johnson came out of there, too. Football powerhouse. I do believe that they, uh... I do believe that they've maybe go, they're maybe going one double A in football next year. Is that really? true? They were talking about it. I don't know if they went through with it or not, but they were talking about it. Well, you know, on that note, Trey Johnson, his famous quote, you know, when it comes time to eat, I'm not a patient man. Dude, it's time for me to go eat. Yeah. Hi, well, um, you guys out there, send, hey, us man, some, send us some email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Give us a call at one uh two oh two six five seven hail and uh hail that's a uh, the, uh local Washington DC area code. It is not a toll charge except for any normal long distance that you may incur calling Washington DC. And um we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins, get on the website. Tell us what you think. Get on the chat. Sign in. Sign up. And if you see a Cowboys fan, just like always, joke them. Joke them. Bye-bye, Archuleta. The Bears.